You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. hearing my voice in my ears right now <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's our all calls for work stuff and that <sighs> was the lovely voice of one terrified michelle got three of her calls just boom 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 right in a row i and love I, it i appreciate your love for the scott pilgrim game michelle very yes. much you wouldn't believe the list of ideas and plans i have for the next arc on my phone it is tremendous I love when you were talking about people talking slow. Because <laughs> I'm right there with you, girl. She also commented how much she was thrilled about all the Dark Tower talk and an episode that featured the Southern voice. Yes. That I did reading John's letter before. Uh, it's just a, her, an episode made for her. So I'm glad you enjoyed that too, Michelle. Glad we could do that for you. We should probably do some more. We can certainly do some more. Give me some more. Give me some more. 
Gotta okay. Make, gotta make another Buster uh, Rhymes what? reference, like I always do. Oh, oh boy. Sorry, another Buster Rhymes reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you're God, famous. With all the Buster Quite the Rhymes bust ahead. Yeah, if you could please stop making those. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's getting really annoyed with the amount of Buster well, Rhymes true. references you make. <laughs> something commander wing commander yeah wing commander you say don't dig up that body and i'm here to tell you a story that is frustrating on a funeral industry funeral personnel level dig up what i don't she sounds like a ghost it's, it's almost like it's it's too clear but here's the problem there's no transcription here it says it's not available and that's rare because even her Hardest to hear calls are Can't usually transcribed. She is ghostly. She's mm-hmm. not even popping up. All right, let's let's run it back to the beginning. Okay. It's only eighteen seconds. Let's run it back to the Vampires beginning. Vampires don't pop up in mirrors and ghosts don't pop up in voicemail. Hmm. Brush up on your lore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, in uh, one episode the X something commander, wing commander. Yeah, wing commander. You say don't dig up that body. Don't, Don't dig, dig up, up that that pu- dog body pu- body puppy. It sounded like puppy. I heard dog. Don't that dig body. We can all agree it was don't dig up that yep. something. Yep. All right, and this something. is on the Wing Commander episode, which I totally remember. Let's just play back that whole episode <laughs> real quick, <laughs> and then that'll be the the this show. Sweet. We figure it out, and then we come back to this call and finish it up. No. It's an all calls with Michelle, but every time he mentions an episode, we play it in its entirety. <laughs> as, <laughs> ten times speed. as the stinger. <laughs> the Wing Commander episode is going to be the stinger for this episode. So right. stinger, stinger okay. solved. It's taken care of. Let's just at, see if we can piece this at together. At 10 to 20 times speed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can piece this together with context clues. Here we go. I'm here to tell you a story that is frustrating on a funeral industry, funeral person. She's definitely in the bathroom. Yeah. Level. Or a coffin. Let me give you some backstory. It's going to take more than one call. Number one, people are what we call disinterred, um, semi-regularly. People move and they want to take their dead loved one. But then sometimes they are put in a new casket in taken with the family, sometimes they are cremated and taken with the family, whatever, we do that. The coroner's office calls it exhuming, we call it dysentery. Anyway, when you do this, depending on how old that dead body is, you automatically buy a backup casket. If they don't use it and they never touch it, then you could send it back and not charge them for it. Otherwise, you definitely just buy one because that casket's going to look like shit. And you could probably all guess because none of you are idiots. However, I have this one guy who we work for. Who? No, we don't work for him. Thank God for that. Who we work with who is a seasoned embalmer and funeral arranger. Who keeps fucking up? <laughs> she didn't know who keeps been doing this for so long at other mortuaries in two years here. So we get a thing that says we're going to have a disinterment. Fine. It's from 1973. Okay. Yeah. And he wants to see the body. Yeah. No. No, you don't. 
1973. You, as an arranger, are supposed to guide the family. Sure, they could have whatever they want within reason. This is not within reason. You do not want to see a 1973 body. Apparently, the guy died in a fire. They didn't know if it was their dad. I posited that it probably was their dad if they haven't seen him in a while, but I didn't tell them that. You know, but if he died in a fire, and he died in 1973, there's nothing good about what you want to see there. I can see that. that, But the day he was disinterred, the coroner showed up Uh out of the blue. We had no idea that they were coming. You should tell us, as a father, that the coroner is coming because we need to get this person out of the casket. Because, oh, by the way, the information that we got says he's going to stay in his casket. Okay, he's the, she hit her limit. So here's the next. Part. I'm liking this story I so am far. Too. I want to know yeah, yeah, where this, this is, goes. It picks right up. I do have a transcript. He's going to. They had his casket from 1973. There's no backup casket order. My boss, he ordered a backup casket because he's intelligent. So the family wants the original casket to see their dad, who's been dead since 1973. All sorts of wrong. We have to break the casket open because they're locked. Okay? And even if they're not locked, they're rusted shut. It's 1973. Okay? Send him, send him over to the corner. By the way, skin and bones, actually not skin, grave wax, mud, and bones. Um, and then, you know, I guess ash, if you want to call it that, we call it cremation, but it's just a cremation, but he died in a fire, so there you go. <laughs> they take his DNA, they take samples of their mom's DNA, which I'm like, you're not going to be able to tell who he is from that, but I guess they took all the DNA from the family, fine. Whatever. You do you. And then he comes back. And then we're like, oh, so maybe he's not going to be seen by the family. Still going to be seen by the family when he comes back from the corner. We have to put him on a table with the sheet covering him. And actually, we ended up putting him in his casket because his backup casket that my boss ordered, Mark, uh, was here on time. And so we put him in that. And they signed like five million saying you can't sue us because we told you this is a super bad idea. And I guess the family was happy. And I was all like, they were like, yeah, that's my dad. And I'm like, did they tell by his efforts? Because there's no way in hell you could recognize his man. There's nothing identifiable on him. Although they did say that they weren't going to pay for the disinterment and reinterment if it's not their dad. Which is also dumb, and I don't think that's okay, but honestly, this arranger gets away with everything, so probably. Anyway, fun story. You do not want to see your loved one from 1973. Oh, yes, the casket looked like shit. It was degraded, and we had to tell them. And he had to take pictures. Instead of saying, casket from 1973, if you want to Google it, it looks like shit. He, <laughs> in a very nice and professional way, he had to take pictures of it, and then they were okay with the fact that we got them a different time. So, yes, that's my story. Okay. Wow. 
That's a fucked wow. up story. That is a fucked First up story. First of all, I got so much out of this. First yeah, yeah. of all, I could not do her job. No. Holy fuck. No. I don't even consider things like someone wanting to dig up their charred corpse dead father who died in 50 years ago. Were you born in 73? I was. I might be the reincarnation, reincarnation of this, this fella. Yeah. Maybe that's why you're having the reaction that you're having. <laughs> Maybe to the story. it is. You got metal. my body. I w- no, I don't know. It's it. your Full Metal Aquas Brotherhood weakness. They're breaking their <laughs> real body. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and but but I don't. You don't even consider. There's you know you think about. I'd love to have this job, but there's all this stuff that you don't think about that would make you not want to have a job that yeah. you might think you might like to have. This is one of those jobs that I wouldn't want to begin with. Uh-huh. And every time she tells a story or mentions something about the work she does, it makes me know even more in my heart that this would be the worst job for me. Great story, by the way. Great, Great story. Great story. That was awesome. She said that they weren't going to pay. I guess there was some question as to whether or not the guy in the grave was their father. And they were like, if this isn't our dad, we're not going to pay the fees that were charged to dig him up and to potentially rebury him. All right, we'll bring some dogs in. We got to get rid of these bones somehow. (laughs) I mean, I guess it makes sense. We interred the body you brought us, so it's on you. Yeah, yeah, but buyer beware. (laughs) I have thought. (laughs) You break it, you buy it. (laughs) I have thought about my mom passed away several long time ago, and I she's buried in Nashville, which is. I always thought was stupid because that's just where they lived when she died. And there was no like connection there for her other than it's where they lived when I was a kid, where I was born and where they lived when she died. And she's buried down there. And I, it's so like out of the way and kind of hard to get to that. I never go to her grave and I'm not that kind of guy though. I, Never been the kind of person to visit graves. Mm. I remember people, and I think about I think about my mom a lot, and yeah. I remember people, and that's that's all. I don't. There's no to me significance necessarily, but see, I'm a cremation person. Yeah, and first of all, I think it's more environmentally and financially responsible to cremate, and second of all, um, I would have liked for my mother to have either been buried in Paducah where she lived most pretty much my whole life or to have been cremated so I could have her remains uh-huh. at my home. Mm-hmm. My Tanya's father was cremated and he we have some of his remains in an urn in our house and we put it on the shelf so he can watch TV with us because that was his thing. He liked to watch TV just like we do. And, I, and her grandmother was cremated, and we've got some of her remains. Oh. And my cats were cremated, and I've got their remains. Mm-hmm. And it's not... All one big bucket on the mat. Just dumped them together. <laughs> in fact, we just threw them in a fire pit, and we just leave it outside. <laughs> really, I don't know how much of their actual ashes are still there. Uh, they've probably been washed Throw away. Throw in the love bucket outside. Yeah, yeah it's, we, we would put our cigarettes out in it. Just, but no, I, I, I think that's more appropriate. And I've thought about, because my dad has talks a lot about dying, because you know he's in his mid-70s and he's convinced he's going to be dead any minute. But he, he, I think, is now 
because whenever we buried mom, they bought two plots next to one another, one for her and one for him mm-hmm. when he dies. But there was no knowledge of future events, which again, this is all about being think think things through. There's no future knowledge here that my dad was going to remarry mm. and be with this woman for you know, 20 plus years or more. Right. And have a, a whole nother thing with her. And now what? When he dies, what? He's going to still be married next to my, buried next to my mom. And then what about Cindy? And she's just as much a part of the family, but her family will probably, she, her, she's from California. So her family will probably take care of those arrangements and that would be more for them. But right. I wouldn't want her, Cindy, to be buried next to my dad and my mom because that would be weird. And then it would be completely inaccessible to her family later, blah, 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 blah. So I've thought right. about once my dad is dead, getting my mom out of the ground and having her body moved or cremated so that I can at least have some uh-huh. still some connection to her final rest in in a physical way. Yeah. Even though it's not really bothering me, it bothers me that she's buried down there in a place that doesn't have any real significance to anyone, right? And dad's talked about possibly having it moved, all this stuff and it's like, but now I'm hearing Michelle's story about what a shit show yeah. having someone disinterred mm-hmm. is. And now I'm like, maybe we just leave the body remains where they are and continue to remember my mother the way that I have for the last, you know, 17 years or whatever. So I don't know. But that's it. My point is, that was a great story because it really got me thinking about things that mattered in my personal life, you know? It got me thinking about coffin flop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of because I was I was thinking about how like that when she mentioned you know like the co- you gotta have a backup coffin and the, the moment she said backup coffin I thought a coffin flop from I think you should leave uh, and um, which is just real footage of people falling out of coffins at funerals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring back Corncom TV. Go save it. <laughs> Next call? Yeah. It's from Michelle. So you're eating a package of world's best gummy bears, and the instructions were to eat them one at a time, Mm. and not by the fistful. Sacrilege. And I don't know what your guys' tolerance is, but all I can think of with those instructions is they are edible. I haven't finished the episode and you guys ate one at a time, but not spaced out. I could be very wrong. They're not edibles, but I don't know. But that's what it. With those instructions, I'd be like, these are edibles, and I'm not going to eat them. But that's just me. She's like, you can't do edibles. Nope. 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 I, I like being in control of my own mind. I had a very bad experience uh, where you, I ate edibles. Know? And it was like 20 milligrams, which you shouldn't start off with, but I... It's a lot. And uh, it was like the past, the present, and the future were all coming around, (laughs) circling around my head. 
like at you once, do. That's what it felt like to me. That's how I, the only way I could describe it. I would say something funny, and then I would laugh like five minutes later about the funny thing I said, and I would. It was really five seconds later. It just felt like five minutes later. That's how it would go. I'd say something funny, freak out, laugh, ask a question, say something funny, ask if I asked the question, did I do the thing, and it just kept cycling for so long, so long, so long. I just didn't like it. It's not my thing. But... Maybe you all have higher tolerances, and maybe a fistful of edibles will be fine. I don't know, but I also don't know that they're edibles. They might just be gummy bears that are good, and I don't know, give me diarrhea, which for Tyler is just normal, I guess. Uh, Anyway, I have information for that. Well, Mike, I have a guess. Like, so you have facts. Yes. On are, are we talking about diarrhea or gummy yes, bears? Diarrhea. Oh, okay. Well, I, my guess is on the gummy. Those were not edibles. We didn't. We were not eating edibles. edibles. They were not <laughs> the show. If I had eaten, two of us are healthcare workers. They were not edibles. They were definitely not edibles. <laughs> if I were, if I had eaten a fistful of edibles uh, gummies, I would have time traveled, similar to what Michelle described, and I would still be there. Uh, I do not have a tolerance, and also twenty milligram gummy to start. For your first time ever, yeah, that's a whole lot. So that's why you had that experience. My guess is that the package had that on it so that in case you ate more than one gummy bear at a time, choked on it, and died, and then your family tried to sue them, they'd be like, well, how many did they eat at the same at once? <laughs> Four. Oh, well, fuck, did they read the package? Yeah, you, you owe us money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't shove gummy bears into my mouth by the fistful but I do not wait for the one that's in my mouth to be fully chewed and swallowed before I do the next one. And usually I end up with basically a mouthful of gummy. I could die by gummy bear. I, I really could. could. I'm the kind of person. That's why Just they put it on the back. Because I do <laughs> like. Like Homer Simpson, those yep, fuckers. When Just I do. Jump, dump them in there. By the, it's, yeah, <clears throat> I love having way too many gummy bears in my mouth. It's good feeling. Because it's just like, oh. Uh, do we have thoughts on the giant gummy bears? Have, we, have you seen those these? Things. I've I never, got Nicole one for her birthday one year yeah i don't like them that's that i kind of defeat i don't want to take a bite out of a gummy bear yeah i want the one gummy or several small gummy right. bears at once <laughs> would you rather a, fight 100 small gummy bears or, <laughs> <laughs> or one giant one yeah i'm going with the 100 small yeah it so, seems gross. It seems yeah. gross to me that it's that big. I don't know. I feel like it would be the same taste. Cut it with a knife and fork. <laughs> eat it like meatloaf. Slice it like meatloaf. Yeah. Really, like with an electric knife. Yeah, or z- cranberry. Serve it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. With a little bed of lettuce around it. Ooh, now we're talking. Mm. So Diary effects. Diarrhea. <laughs> so since... I have cut out all sugar without fiber for the the pre-diabetes, which uh, my A1C is almost back to normal now. Nice. But I've noticed a remarkable change in my body that I am extremely sensitive to sugar. Yeah. So sugar, the more you eat, your bowels dump water in because of the sugar content. I'm not sure why. I've, I've read it at one point in time, but... More water is put into your your intestines and everything when you eat sugar. I eat so much sugar, I 
had constant diarrhea. So cutting way back on the sugar, stuff's way more normal than it was. I also didn't realize how bad I felt about the sugar I used to eat until I sort of broke my prohibition the other day whenever the workday's almost over. I knew I had to go somewhere after work, so I wasn't going to get to eat. And I went out there, and what's on the, what's on the freebie table? Because we had already closed the cafe. And it was cookies and key lime pudding. So I grabbed one of each. I ate them both. Felt sick as shit. And then proceeded to have the shits for the rest of the night. So I know... It's linked to sugar. It's absolutely answers. linked to sugar. Yeah. After everything I've gone through and all the colonoscopies and all that shit, like... Too much sugar. John and I were mm-hmm. having a discussion the other day about how ridiculously bad sugar is for you, yeah. and like, but how fucking delicious it is, and how awesome it is to eat. And I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I'm like you, Tyler. I will eat. Mm-hmm. I could eat sugar all the time, yep. and I probably st- I tried my best to cut down, but I still do and eat, eat more sugar than I should, and. It's so bad for you, and it's like it's in literally everything that if you're not paying attention, it's probably gonna have sugar. Oh, it's in it. every yeah, it's in every. Everything. Well, the, the added sugars are the really bad sugars. I mean, like the sugars that you get in like fruit and and all that. Even even now, I just was watching a TikTok about like the one a zoo has had to stop giving fruit to their animals because we have bred fruit to be so sweet oh, so, it is mm, now harmful. Mm. So they have to like do give more balance that fruit out with a lot more healthy greens for animals and who will not eat unless they're given the super sweet fruit. So they've had to like change diets for all these animals completely. Like red pandas were killing themselves on plums. Plums are like twenty times sweeter than they used to be I'm just sorry. like ten years ago. That's sad and tragic, but that was a <laughs> funny sentence. Red pandas are killing themselves with plums. <laughs> So you know that just then they just have red panda pellets. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Even even to an extent, like I try to balance it up with fiber, like nature would have intended. Yeah, but yeah, just shit's bad. Shit's bad. Shit's everywhere. High fructose corn syrup, everything. It all sucks. My main my main dessert is either keto granola or uh, low glycemic index kind bars. I do a lot of that. So. When I was a Probably kid, one brownies. when I was a kid and beyond, everything was something sweet. Oh yeah, and my parents tried to keep the sugar away, but I was watching videos the other day and I saw a couple of TikToks. I got the algorithm picked up on the whole Gen X thing, and I went through a bunch of Gen X related TikToks, and God, I got everything was about like candy and and sugary cereals and all the shit and I got to thinking about it and I'm like how the fuck do I not have diabetes cereal's the hardest thing I've had to cut out because that is just fucking straight it's pure sugar galactose sugar and milk on top of just regular fucking sugar and all the carbs from the fucking wheat and it's just it's just shocked me when I really started thinking about it how just much sugar I have consumed in my life and how I'm not an complete just completely fat and bigger way bigger than i am it amazes me sugar's easy easier for me because i don't really like sweets that much i know it's in more than sweets but i mean like 
I don't. I mean, I could honestly, I could probably live the rest of my life if if a doctor was like, you can't have cookies ever again. I'd be like, well, I mean, that sucks. That now I want one because they're taken away from me. Right. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I would have been like, okay, okay yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Sodium's a hard one for me. Like mm-hmm. sodium's yeah, so okay. difficult. I, not only do I like that's s- also packed into everything. Right. Like, right. I mean, probably more so than sugar. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because like I it's watch my everything. sodium, and by that I mean that I break my sodium budget every day. Yeah. Well, that's a hard one because you have to maintain... If you go too low, you fuck yourself up. If you go too high, you fuck yourself up. Yeah. So. Yeah, sodium's sodium's really hard. If there's one thing I need to get under control, it, it is that. Mm. But yeah, it's in everything. I mean, it's like... It's tough to... It's tough to live a life that doesn't completely revolve around your diet. It really and is. Go and, and make a sodium. Because it's so easy to eat things, to get things to eat that are bad for you. Right. And it's so hard to get things to eat that I, are good for you. I just want yeah. to save the mental bandwidth because when I'm watching my diet, that particular, that takes all of my mental bandwidth because yeah. I'm thinking about it and planning it and trying to form around it as opposed to just... Grab something to eat and fucking go, and I can use that energy on a billion other things I have to. Right, exactly. Yeah. I hate it's, it. it. The yeah. whole system is is stacked against us, um, keeping us keeping us sugared sugared up. Speaking of, there's a great apparently cookie new place that opened. Cookie company, uh, uh, Crumble, Crumble Crumble Cookies, uh, opened over near our Books a Million, and that. Oh yeah, center. there has literally been a line to get into that place. Uh, I've always seen them all over since TikTok. they opened, and I don't know I don't know anything about it because it opened in the shopping center near where we have a PetSmart and a Books a Million, and I take my dogs to the PetSmart to get their nails cl- clipped and get a bath. And the last time I took my little dog to do that was a couple weeks ago, and. It usually takes them a couple of hours, so I went next door to Books a Million and wandered around in there for a while. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they opened this cookie place. And I thought, well, Tanya would really like to try these cookies because, you know, I don't know if they're any good, though. Sweet because crumbling cookies, you eat them any time. I got in the line, and I got about almost to the front of the line. I was in line for like 25 minutes. Fortunately, the weather wasn't bad. But I was in line for like 25 minutes, and then PetSmart called me and said my dog was ready, and I needed to come pick her up. Sir, so. where are you? Uh, in a Chick-fil-A simulator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Clarksville. <laughs> I'll be there in 25 minutes. So anyway, I had to get out of the line to go pick up my dog, and then I left. Because a, I had the dog with me at that point, and you don't B, want to get back in line. I don't want to get back yeah, in that line, and I don't care that with the dog. Yeah. So I'm trying to, but apparently they're open super late. Uh, they're open till like midnight on Friday. So I'm thinking after I'm done here, Pretty if it's smart. not midnight, I might go get a cookie. If for only, Tanya. If only they could be a little bit closer to the Illinois border. Just a little bit. <laughs> I feel like they. <laughs> feel like they're open clever. late for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are right by the exit. Yeah. The first exit, yep. or the second exit from Pretty Illinois. Good. So they need yeah. to have like a billboard or something on the way on I twenty four on the way. <laughs> You'll in. thrive on our cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you want to do another call? Sure. Or? Yeah, let's do another call. 
Thrive's the pot dispensary, by the way. If that sounded like a weird joke to anybody not at this table. I think they're kind of like a... I don't know how far reaching they are, but I think they're a bunch of Thrive's, yeah. yeah. Would you care to guess... As How many? To who the next mm. caller is? I bet it's Brew beloved Pounder. Adam. What's up, Tad Paul? Get your beloved Adam. Yeah! Well, oh! you made him look like a fool. <laughs> Maybe unintentionally. We made but him look like a fool. I recently apparently. called praising the music that you guys play during the times when you take breaks on the show. The transition. Just to recap, in case that these two calls don't end up on the same all calls episode. <laughs> Good thinking. Uh, I had mentioned that I thought it was silly for you guys to let us know that you're taking a break when the magic of editing, you could just take your break and come back and we'd never even know that you left. But what I said was you guys had gotten some new music uh, that was uh, channeled specifically, made specifically for that moment, and I thought it was magical. Well, following that call, you cease to use it. So I don't know if there was a <laughs> copyright issue or you just forgot or you don't like it or what happened. I bet it was the point at which I started editing the show. Oh, I don't know. He might be talking about the, oh, the break, Dalton's piss break. break. Piss break music. Yeah, the piss yes. break music that Dalton did. If you're talking about that, the the reason that, because I was editing the show then, Ian, Ian is doing it now and has been doing it for a while, but um, when I was editing the show, that... The breaks, it gave me the idea. I was like, oh, it'd be, f- I, it'd be fun maybe to put the music for the game that we're talking about in the breaks. Um, and that's kind of where the transition started. And then um, now that Ian is editing, he's doing uh, it his own way. He's, he's kind of taking that and, and being creative with that in his own way. So that's just kind of, I don't know how that evolved. The evolution of that. Well, I just got, I just thought of it as a, point in which i could try to be funny or relevant i always as i've mentioned before the stuff i put in between segments i try to make relevant to the discussion that we're having in that segment or about the game or about the movie that the game is about or something just you know funny things like demolition man to the transition between the intro and the game talk demolition man was the cut of them saying Pizza Hut instead of Taco right. Bell that was released in Europe. And it's not as effective in an audio-only format, but the video of that, I highly recommend you I haven't up. seen the video yet. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so... For a multi-million dollar blockbuster movie... Do they put like a JPEG, like a flat <laughs> JPEG like over Taco Bell logos? It's noticeable. Yeah. Like, it's real... And when they say it, you know, they don't, they didn't reshoot the segments. They just overdubbed it. <laughs> okay, you're right. Because I guess because most of the places in Europe that yeah. are watching it aren't primarily English speaking right. countries. Right, right. So they're probably not going to, they're probably getting it overdubbed anyway, anyway. Right. So it doesn't really matter, but yeah, it's bad. We're showing this in France and on TBS. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like uh, that's that's just sort of an example of why I do what I do, and I don't get a lot of feedback on it. But I that's not ever been something I've been terribly concerned with. I like doing it because mm-hmm. it just gives me a chance to be funny, be creative. So yeah, um, man. Anyway, the the call continues. Happened, but now we're just getting random sound effects from games and things in between, and I go back to my 
first comment of, at this point, you don't need to tell us that you're taking a break because we would never know with a simple edit. And you can't tell me that editing out your break is less work than editing in music. In- my my master's degree in TV and radio production says differently, <laughs> uh, Adam. So why don't you speak to something you actually know? In between your break. I love you guys. You know that. I would give up anything for you, and so I'm not going to stop listening or stop calling. I just thought it was very interesting that the moment that I swayed away from my initial opinion, uh, it was changed because the song was removed. So I don't, I don't know what happened. You may change it again and bring it back, and I'll call back then, but uh, I just wanted to, to point out how funny and ironic that was. Would it be inappropriate for me to just tell him to stop overthinking it? sometimes the extra effort for a creative endeavor is satisfying as opposed to just cutting something out. Yeah, Yeah. and we had agreed, we had talked about breaking the show up anyway Mm. to make it a little more digestible. So I, I know that, I know that we could just edit it seamlessly together, but then I feel like it goes against the decision of that we made where it's like, there's going to be, segments of the show there there are there are action and adam i understand that you're not really that worried about it we're just having a conversation but there are reasons from a from a demographic standpoint from a production and i don't have a master's degree (laughs) in radio and television production but there are reasons for breaking it up this way. It does make the show more digestible. It does it does provide a bit of a transition, and that's why I always call it the transition, from the three completely different segments that we have mapped out. So we want to say the, the, the listener now has the opportunity to sort of cleanse their palate, and now we're ready to listen to this part of the show. It also provides a nice way for someone who's not interested in hearing the intro Skip to it. jump forward right. to, you know, when they hear this thing, it's like, oh, okay, now we're getting ready to get into the game talk, which is what I'm here for. Right, right. Um, there's there's several reasons for it, but mostly it's just because Dave said, I don't care what you do, just do whatever you want, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I cut all that kind of stuff out of the Scott Pilgrim episodes, and sometimes it's hard to line up the two, the start and the end, in a way that makes sense, or does it sound janky, or does it sound unnatural? Sure, yeah. So it it does take, depending on how you cut, how you took your break, uh, yeah, a, a, a effort whenever you could just throw sound, highlight this and this. Plug in a song, right. you're done. Yeah, as a transition. Yeah, yep. totally, man. And it's like, I remember when we first started doing the show and I was spending, I don't know, four to five hours oh per episode yes. editing like out yes. all of the ums, all the ahs, the, the breaths in, mm-hmm. like all of it. All of it was coming out. And then like several people told me, you are over editing this podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, oh, you're right. So I, but I know yeah, it doesn't sound natural. It doesn't sound conversational, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's all a way of, and we still truncate silence. But I mean, that's you know, just that's, to save time. And it's honestly, it's used pretty conservatively. It is. I, mean, I run a, I run one pass of truncate silence, and all it does is it eliminates any break that's longer than like two seconds, right? And that's just because 
I would rather do that than have someone be driving down the road right. listening to our show yep. and being like, what's happening? And start die? fiddling with yes. their phone and Dude. have a wreck. Or something. I, that, that, that's a legitimate concern well, for me. There are podcasts I listen to that I love. And uh, there are times where it's like, dude, please truncate silence. Right. Because you just were silent for seven seconds. And I, I yes, I'm mm. in my car and I'm like, did my phone, my, is my, the, my battery, my right. phone? Dad? Now what? suddenly your focus is on what's wrong with your phone and not the road. Even or if the it's show. for a moment or the show. I mean, you've lost, yeah. you've lost your train of thought. So yeah, that's what we do. I'd say on average, it takes me a couple of hours to edit our show every week. And that includes finding something to use as a transition. And But there there's a lot of times we have long conversations before we ever actually start recording the show that I have to find the end of. Because I don't like hit p- stop. I just hit record when we get in here. And for each segment, I just let it run mm-hmm. until we've come to the natural conclusion of that segment. But then I got to go find where it starts. And am I going to use something that we talked about ahead of time as a stinger? And right. then what part of that am I going to use? So it's just, a, it, if you listen to just about any other podcast, you'll, and I've taken a lot of cues from like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, which mm-hmm. is very produced. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, but not overly but produced. But not overly yeah, yeah. produced. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's produced in a way that feels really good to me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I get that is because it, it provides a flow. It provides a nice, it takes you out. You might be in, the, in, the, in a funk or in a zone or whatever. It takes you out of that and puts you in a fresh state of mind. There's any number of reasons why we do it. And I, I'm not saying that Adam's complaining. <laughs> but he did. Adam he did, is, though. He did imply that he <laughs> was curious as to why we don't right. just run it together. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to the extent that I am to yeah, explain. No, it. I love I mean I I love it obviously, you know. Right. But I mean, I um I what I'm really curious about because, you know, obviously we're a little behind on calls. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but I'm curious what song he's talking about. You know what specifically he's talking about because I assume he's talking about the piss break song that Yeah, that I know Dalton, that's got to be the that he he ended up suing us over using it. Right. So we, yeah. We so thanks, so. Dalton. Now thanks for all, that, Dalton. All Dalton's we're all fault. broke. I hope you enjoy all our money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we were we were in the black. Yeah. For what? Living high on the hog yeah. for like two weeks, uh-huh. and then fucking you come along right. and took it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dalton. Thanks a lot, man. Last time we asked you for anything. <laughs> Wait, didn't we just have be, him though. do something for us recently? <laughs> pizza yeah, yeah, he did the pizza tower. The pizza tower. Yeah. Thank you. God, that was so good. Yeah. That was so fucking good. All right, this call is not over. Okay. So I'm gonna right. Oh, right, okay. We've still got like a full minute. <laughs> also, I'm excited. He's going to say, I really hope that you don't explain anything to me. <laughs> it's I imperative. just want you to play my call and get my opinion out there, but I really don't care. This is the price you pay. We'll, we'll send him the you. edited version of this episode where we cut out all that talk and just send him a <laughs> Here's your version of the show. Enjoy all the silence. Super edited. To see the next evolution of Terrified Michelle's phone call. Uh, Terrified Michelle, I love you to death, uh, and I'm excited. I don't mean that because you're a mortician, but, hey, happy happy accident there. I love you to hey, death. Uh, and I think that your calls are 
fantastically odd and weird and mostly unintelligible. Uh, but <laughs> agree on all fronts. Uh, I'm excited to see mean? the next evolution because we've gone from semi unintelligible to semi unintelligible with Janie in the background talking it. as well, God, which is almost less intelligible because it. the Janie's volume is the lower because she's further away. So I'm excited. I've got to, I've got to pause. Yeah, I, I, I need to just put another spotlight. Abby. On so Abby, Abby and right, Michelle. Right, sorry. That is... That's how old this call is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is one of my favorite things is when we're just, you know, balls deep in a Michelle call. And then Abby pipes in out of nowhere, uh-huh. and we all just... I love Every it. one of us at the <laughs> table it. just like lights up. Hey! It's a great surprise. <laughs> it is. Know? Every time. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, and Michelle's calls are awesome. Anyway, and they they just get a little more awesome when we get that nice Abby surprise. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that I had to I had to pause for the cause on that one. Totally, anyway, here we go. Excited for you two to buy a uh, a convertible and drive as fast <laughs> as you can down the street while trying to make a call to Dave so that I can Dave and, and Tyler and Ian. And I can hear Ian closing his eyes, thinking about what you guys are saying. Yeah, please keep calling, and uh, I look forward to seeing what's next on this wild, wild train of phone calls. Dude, Adam. I love you all so very much, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you for calling. Love you too. Love you so much. You talking about them driving in convertible? Like, just made me think someone has to do a rom hack of outrun. <laughs> <laughs> With them, with, with yeah, Michelle and Abby, and the, the audio cover. is just a sixteen-bit rendered uh, rendering of their of any phone call. Or you take Michelle, one of Michelle's calls, and <laughs> render it so that it's so, so that it's the sound of the engine and outrun. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime you accelerate, it's hey, take a walk. I love the idea that Michelle has to go hide in coffins to call us so she doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> I, I, she had to have been in the bathroom in a stall at work or something. Oh, I found it last. I found a hidden bathroom at work. Nice. Today. Ooh. Private bathroom. Found a hidden bathroom. It's the doctor's bathroom that it's you don't know. It's not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hidden one. So it's like, okay, this is definitely where I come to poop. Because I haven't pooped at work in a long time. Right. Long time. Because I'm in an office. Um, have I told this story before? I can't remember or not. That you're in an office? Yes, you've mentioned Yes. That. Mm-hmm. I'm in an office that um, it's pretty much like four hallways just kind of put together. Yeah. And uh, I took a, I mean, I, yeah, I did a massive dad shit in uh, one of the bathrooms. The farthest away, there's three bathrooms. And I went to the one farthest away from the people that I work with. So it meant (laughs) I went to another department's bathroom uh, and just did horrible things to it. (laughs) Uh, Not on purpose. I'm not proud of it. Right. It just just happened. It happened. And it needed to happen. And then um, I went, that was done. And when I left, there were people in the hallway talking and I was like, they don't ever do that. And I was like, oh, they're definitely talking about this fucking massive shit that I just took. They're definitely talking about that. And then I get back to my office and I'm like, no, you're fucking, you're overthinking this. You always do this shit. The world doesn't revolve around you. They're definitely not talking about 
the very stinky shit that you just took. I hope one of them is like Jen from Lost when they saw you coming in. They, they ran out. Other, other. <laughs> <laughs> so I convinced myself that that's totally not what was going on. They were just talking about some other stuff. Um, and then I went back to use that bathroom a few days later, and there was a sign in there that no said, "No Dave's." <laughs> And allowed. If, if you make a stinky, please spray afterwards. And oh. there was a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it had an emoji of a smiley face. And then next to it was like one of the fucking Febreze things. And I was like, all right, I'm never, never shitting at work again. <laughs> Not shitting at work. Because the other bathrooms were close to the people I work with. And uh my shit stinks because it's shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't have to explain. We we know. We understand. Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that. Oh, so sodium. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, man. I don't get them sugar shits up and down my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I'm yeah. here to tell you I am a sucker for dad jokes. So I really loved <laughs> when Tyler told you that they that the door was slightly ajar, and then you said, oh, "I'm into the jar." Oh boy, <laughs> there's a history. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's an that's an old like inside joke. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> well, I don't even know where that originated. I know it originated from a D and D game in college. Ramon and, I think it was and Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yep. The door Hi, the What I manner of sorcery is this? I, I I'm into the jar. I can't hear that phrase and not think about that. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's every time I hear a jar, that's where I go. <laughs> Hi, Catbox. I just Hi. got out of watching Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and by the time you get this call, I already know that Ian has watched it for sure, and yep. I have to tell you, I agree with him, unless he doesn't agree with me. It was amazing! Oh my god. It was like a Marvel fangirl's wet dream, if a wet dream can also be a horror film. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a gross horror film with the blood and the guts and the intestines or anything like that. It was like Stephen King, but like if somebody who cared about Stephen King's books actually directed a Stephen King movie... <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was amazing. It was wonderful. There was a scene that was like, either I don't know how much time has passed or that's not possible, but hey, it's a horror movie. They did what they had to do. Okay, bye. Bye. I'm glad she liked it. I, I really did like that movie. Yeah, man. And I got to tell you, though, I am so far behind on my Marvel. For me, I know you guys are always usually a little further behind me. I'm and way, I am way, way behind. Way. I haven't yeah. even seen Guardians 3. I haven't seen Guardians 3. I haven't started watching the new season of Loki, which was one of my favorite Marvel. Loki, Loki I am interested in. Other, everything else, I, I'm, yeah. I don't care. I don't know. I feel like we're at the, we hit the twilight of Marvel, and it's going to be tough for them to keep that momentum going. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Star Wars universe is getting stronger in its offerings. So go figure. Maybe we'll get on that Star Wars Marvel seesaw where for a while this is better than that and this is better than that. And I don't know. But yes, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I loved it. I thought it was, was great. Fucking great movie. Thank you for calling. Uh, let's take another call. Good morning, Tadpog. Hi. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the women of Tadpog. Hey, Tyler and Dave, playing old games. Uh, who would you rather hang out with? Duffman 
from The Simpsons. Yes. <laughs> or Slur McKenzie from Futurama. I'm sitting here. I'm drinking a beer. It's 9-11. What? In the morning. Really? Making coffee, drinking a beer. And I was like, Duffman or Slurm McKenzie. Love you guys. Bye. Okay, so this is the shit I'm talking about with the whole time being 9-11. It doesn't actually have to be 9-11. But when I see it, but I constantly run into the time of 9-11. This call was made at 9-11 a.m. It says 8-10 a.m., which means time, right. time, time zone. Change. In, our t- in their time, it mm-hmm. was 9-11 on Mother's Day, May 8th, 2022. Um, I'm going to encounter 9-11 everywhere I go. Well, especially Even since you mentioned it. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. a thing. And I know everyone else is seeing mm-hmm. it now, too. Mm-hmm. So sorry, not sorry. Duff man. Yeah, Duff man. I don't like want to come off as like specious or anything, but I yeah. mean, I don't want to hang out with a slug all day. <laughs> well, plus Duff man was my first pick of the non Simpsons mm-hmm. Simpsons draft. Oh, yeah, totally. I knew I knew for sure which way you're going. See, I don't like beer, so I'm going to say Slurm McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Have Brings you ever had do you like Slurm? I, do, I fucking love Slurm. <laughs> I like I fucking love that. I get that it. Slug excretion. It's because it's slug excretion that makes it so good. That's true. Next call. Hey, I just listened to uh, Dave's recounting of his activities in Vegas on his work trip, which reminded me that I needed to drop a uh, Tadpog misconnection. So you were a svelte um, Asian man, tall, handsome, uh, business attire. I was a doofy, nerdy white dude wearing a Dave-style chicken shirt, <laughs> and you asked me about the shirt, uh, which made me have to explain an inside joke on a podcast, uh, and explain a podcast. I hope it was enough to intrigue you, and if you uh, come across this phone call ever, then uh, I'm happy you are a uh, new-ish listener. Uh, yours, Bubba Drewski. Bubba uh, Drewski. Love y'all. Bye. Love you too. Love that you was too. a fucking. I love that, man. I love because like that means that that shirt was so weird that this stranger had to ask. Did your child draw that? A a, a svelte a svelte Asian man in business attire. Yeah. Asked about the Dave style chicken shirt. He might have been. He might have been risen. Yeah. Perhaps where could I acquire some Dave style chicken? I think he was probably the back of the Dodge General in in Sharp, Kentucky. <laughs> the only place exclusively. <laughs> Name is Brian Hills. This is a notification <laughs> call from our Department of Tax Debt and Financial Settlement Services. There are new programs that can help you reduce or eliminate your debt completely. Okay. It is possible that your tax debt can now be considered temporarily non-collectible. I don't have it. You can call me back at my personal desk. Eight three three. Fuck that. Temporarily. <laughs> Your person. We should call him. Is his name is Brian Health. Brian Health <laughs> Hills. It says Brian, this is Brian Hills. Health. This is Brian Health. <laughs> <laughs> you know the health guy. To any like really old people listening to this podcast, that was a scam call. <laughs> I feel like I need to point it out because. Have Brian, them keep calling. Play the number. <laughs> Brian Health calls a lot of old people, and they keep giving them money. If you're interested sad. in knowing how to um, make your tax debt considered temporarily non-collectible, 
uh, let me know and I'll give you the number. <laughs> Man, I keep because that will be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Hey, I heard your call through a podcast and I uh, think we could talk. <laughs> I keep getting a call from like this fucking service or whatever and they're like, I don't pick up because I don't recognize the number, of course. So it's like, but I listen to the voicemail and they're like, it always starts like halfway through the sentence. You know what I mean? And it's like, and there's ways that you can like, we have, we, we, our records show that you're due some money for uh, COVID employee uh, refunds. And it's just like, I, I want to call back and be like, you're really bad at th- I'm not a yeah. business. <laughs> I'm a person. <laughs> I don't know what's the scam there. Do people call back and they're like, uh, yes, this is business. <laughs> I hear you have money for me. This is business, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, this is business, dog. I money want. Hey, Catbog. I Hi. just got back from Florida for two weeks. Walt Disney World is fantastic. Yes, it is. Universal Studios is missing a lot of trees for a very hot place, but the Hogwarts in Diagon Alley are More like fantastic. And that's <laughs> all we care about because that's all we love. And it was too hot, and so we left immediately after Hogwarts because we are wimps and we don't like weather in Florida. It's hot, it's muggy, or it's a hot rain with thunder and lightning and the lightning that touches the ground sometimes and it's terrible and people run in a thunderstorm and I'm you also described the weather in Paducah, Kentucky yeah no one likes the weather in Florida you don't go to Florida because you like the weather unless you like hot muggy weather or you're going to the beach. The beach, yeah. It is the weather windy is windy and nicer. Nice on the beach, yeah. We got a. We went to Florida, um, Panama City Beach, and we had rented a condo, and it was right on the beach. It was a, one of those really tall, like fifteen story condo complexes, and our, you know, it faces the ocean, and they had a sign up in the in the thing that said, "Do, do not." open the front and the back door at the same time and i of course immediately said hold that door i'm gonna go open the patio door that face the wind it creates this wind tunnel Mm. that sucks everything out (laughs) the front door (laughs) uh and that's why they had the sign there. no ticket I would love to go to um, Hogwarts at, at Universal Studios. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, Michelle's call continues. I'm like, but why? If you're going to get hit by lightning, you're going to get hit by lightning. Running isn't going to help. Just walk to shelter. Just walk. But, yeah, so I'm pretty sure uh, God's mad at Florida for <laughs> lots of reasons. Um, you can figure it out. And also... We came back with a souvenir that none of us wanted. <laughs> Me and Abby have the COVID. Oh, But man. luckily, as we have three vaccines, we don't have that many symptoms. We're just coughing up some phlegm. But I wanted to ignore it and say it works because we don't have enough coverage right now. But 
I decided to get tested if I have COVID. So I tested and I was like, should I protect myself? And I was like, no, I can't be a super spreader. I can't be an asshole because not everybody at my work is vaccinated. And you just can't do that. You just can't do that. Even though you want to, it's not okay. But we're okay. We're okay. Go you spread and COVID, parents, just get more business. And my brother uh, have Very smart. The two <laughs> vaccines and the two boosters because my parents are old and my brother's diabetic. So it works out well for them. Abby and I are not old enough, nor are we immunocompromised in any way. So, you know, we live a <laughs> We got all sorts of diseases. So everybody's okay. <laughs> you just have phlegm. Abby is, you know, a little sad, but she has some other things going on. I won't tell them on the phone because she'll be like, why are you telling them everything? Oh, I, I okay. mean, it would be nice to hear her uh, voice. but Abby has a butt uh, like Tyler's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> only when she has IBS. It's only when she gets off her IBS. <laughs> Get dead up. Okay, we love you guys. I was going to say something to Ian. I don't remember what it was. I'll think about it. Okay, bye. She said she was going to say something to me. Yeah. Uh, cut down on your sugar, Abby. Yep. Apparently, that will help a lot um, with the with the butt problems. Yeah. Sorry you had COVID, but yes. I'm glad you guys are okay. I hope it was not severe at all, and you had some nice time together. Yeah, and it sounds like it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And we by now, I've had... Four boosters? I can't remember. I still haven't gotten it yet. I managed to go this whole time without getting COVID, but then so is my dad, and I found out the other day that my dad has recently had COVID. I haven't talked to him since he told me this in a voicemail, but it's still out there, everybody, so be Oh, careful. yeah, for sure. Be careful, especially this time of year. Go get your COVID shot. Go get your flu shot. Take care of everybody else, including and yourself. I uh, was scheduled to get my COVID shot. I got my flu shot through work, which is nice. It's, I love that. Um, I was scheduled to get my COVID booster, and then I was like, okay, so what do I need? Uh, oh, yeah, insurance cards. Uh, oh, I never got those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. When I was supposed to be there? Oh, in 15 minutes? Uh, I don't think I can get my insurance cards <laughs> <I> never, <laughs> sent to me in 15 minutes. They told me I would have to bring my insurance cards, and they never They didn't check them. them. Um, Maybe, though, they were already on file. It was at Walgreens. And my insurance changed. It may have been on file already, yeah, and they just filed against it. Or And maybe. she was like, we've even been filing them against just like prescription plans. I see. It's being paid for everywhere. It's just not being paid for by the government. And they call it Spike Vax now. Spike Vax. Moderna's, since the government isn't funding it anymore and it's like out there just as a vaccine, Mm -hmm. their their name, their like brand name for for their COVID vaccine is Spike Vax. All right. Sounds Sounds so effective. Sounds like the Dr. Evil of vaccines. <laughs> it does. I was hoping she would say she brought ants back in her pussy instead of COVID. We got souvenirs. <laughs> souvenirs no one wanted. Pussy ants. <laughs> She's like, I'd rather have COVID. I don't know why they all love it so much. Probably all the sugar I eat. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. 
I got my insurance cards. Good. It's all good. Nice. Oh, good. good. Nice. Yes. I still need to get the booster. Go, go get I your booster. I need you to. Both of you, go get your booster. Get my flu shot. I need to get my COVID booster. I'm actually gl- more like glad to hear everybody's had their flu shot. It's so the flu shot is easy. I mean, the boost. It's easier than the booster, just because I feel like flu shots. They've just been around for a long time. Yeah, and you can just yeah a lot walk in somewhere and be like, "Can I get a flu shot?" And they're like, "Yep." <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, uh, what, man. So this, this is a Wendy's, but yes. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, we are in fact having a flu shot. Clinic. Now you know why we charge thirty six dollars for our food now. in the manager's office. He's like the number four vaccinator. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good fucking joke. That's a good fucking joke. That's a good fucking joke. I like it. That was good. I have one chocolate frosty, flu vaccination, and some. Fries. Can I get that vaccine uh, biggie sized? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. Did you say biggie sized? Are flu, you... flu A and B. <laughs> the value flu shot. <laughs> just give four. me half. I just want half of it. My wife's going to have the other half. <laughs> Do you have a little syringe uh, key fob? <laughs> you, get, <laughs> you get a free flu shot. Every purchase. <laughs> we take one more. Sure. Flu shot fucked me up this year. Really? Oh, I felt terrible. My mom day. got the flu and RSV at the same time, and it fucked her. Gross. Ugh. All right, last call, and then we go into the intro. Yes. Oh, motherfucking tadpog! Hi, sexy it's your boy, VR Brew Founder. Verba pounder. Verba pounder. I'll tell you, boys, I done stuck my dick in crazy. Yeah. And it. it was crazy glue. I knew she was too hot for me, too. I'll tell you, I'm almost 40, and she was picking me up at the playground, and I wanted to exchange numbers, and I'm like... Oh, sure. Our kids get along. Let's go. Okay. I'm glad you... (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hey. This is a VR game? I don't know what... Machi, I don't know what I thought. (laughs) I know what I thought. What's going on? (laughs) Is 480 getting really good at brew powder impressions? (laughs) So we have a situation where brew powder is at the playground. Right. With, with his kids. his kids. And a woman yes. who is also at the playground right. with her, apparently her children, yeah. was was making them play. That's what I'm telling putting myself. Putting moves on it. <laughs> yes. apparently she's crazy. Let's find out why. And then $100 later at a Mexican restaurant, I'm she's telling me to call her her fucking little whore and bust all up inside of her and fill her with cum and choker and i'm all like let's slow down here like let's you know need somewhere to go from this point on you know, and there I'm- there is more profounder <laughs> don't get scared <laughs> i'm going we're doing it and i'll tell you now she's telling me her husband's getting involved and i'm like oh that's cool and she's like you need to come <laughs> get me and i was like oh buddy i'm a single parent and my kids in bed <laughs> and she's like i'm walking and i'm like Oh, shit. So I was like, why did I tell you where I lived? But if she's hot, she's like eight years younger than me, got that tight body. I'll tell you, you know, it's all good. But anyways, guys, I don't feel like... <laughs> 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 
What is happening? Fuck. What is When you said the husband's getting involved, I was like, Okay. Right, cool, man. Three cool. way, whatever. Yeah. You do you, and then what? She's and she's walking. What are you talking about? I know. I'm walking here, <laughs> and all of a sudden, like it went more uh, indistinguishable than than a terrified Michelle call. <laughs> where it's like it, they were like zigzagged. I was like, okay, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. I know what's going. What? He's reading walking? the dictionary at this point <laughs> out loud. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Okay. Did I time travel? <laughs> I think we did. I tell you, you know, it's all good. That's what he said. I tell you, you know, it's all good. Congratulations on the sex. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, possibly cucking another a woman's husband, I guess. Maybe. As long as everybody's consenting as long in that as situation. They're having fun. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I'm good with that. Probably saw their shit on Reddit by now. Every hospital, every hospital, every well, hospitals too, but every hotel's got their cuck. Every hospital has their cuck. Everybody, <laughs> I'm feeling ill. Bring out the cuck. Put him in the cuck chair. Make him watch. Fuck patient. <laughs> Man, that implies that every hospital has a bull. <laughs> a staff bull. <laughs> Man, I'm going to the wrong hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just that your insurance doesn't cover it. I mean, it wouldn't. <laughs> they 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 do that when they check you in, eligible for staff bull. No, no. <laughs> Don't even tell him about the staff bull. <laughs> <laughs> We've uh, got a little more of this call. About half a minute to go. Where we go? Like, uh, you guys are all guys of a certain age. Did you ever have a video game that influenced your taste in clothing? I'll tell you, I wanted a trench coat after the Matrix. Of course, I uh, wasn't yeah. allowed in my school, so uh, I went and got the leather jacket from Grand Theft Auto Three. Mm. I had uh, me and a buddy. We bought the exact same jacket from uh, the unnamed protagonist from GTA Three. So yeah, you ever have a video game uh, uh, to dictate your clothing outfit? I'm pretty sure this is probably like Tyler's going to be like. I wish I wore chains, but I'm sure his parents wouldn't let him. Love you guys. Bye. Chains? Chains. From <laughs> the levels of Mario that chains or I'm trying to think, yeah. I mean my parents did one my my friend Cody had a mesh shirt and oh buddy, did my parents lose their goddamn minds when they saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh video game that influenced Those are my really popular clothing. in the eighties. Did your parents say anything to him or to you? Uh, he was banned from the house. So, but like, of course, did you he... have to explain to him, you can't come over anymore, you wore a mesh shirt? Well, I said, or... don't wear that shirt. So they didn't recognize him the next time he came over because all they paid attention to was the mesh shirt. So they, they didn't fucking know. <laughs> so they had a huge nipple fetish. Yeah. 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 Hold up, son. Lift that shirt up. No. <laughs> no. I know those anywhere. <laughs> I know those pert little pink nipples anywhere. <laughs> Out. <laughs> Uh, I have his summer O shirts. Wait, I need to. (laughs) But before you leave, I need to call Randy to come in here and verify that those are, in fact, the pert pink nipples we banned from this house last week. (laughs) Sir, have you seen these nipples? Oh, yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. I saw saw them. I saw them. I saw them. They're galaxy nipples. <laughs> They're all blown. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I was okay until you said That's a good that's a good one to go out on there for all calls. So thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, not SoundCloud, not Stitcher, Spotify, all over the place. Did you uh, take sleep meds? No, not yet. No, you're just sleep you're you look I am tired. You look visibly sleepy. Yeah, this has been a it's been a rough week. Yeah. So uh most importantly get that Patreon. Yep. Once again. As I, <laughs> as I did last you don't week. Even, you never know it's coming. I keep forgetting about this part of the show. Uh patreon.com slash tadpog if you'd like to give us some money or pisstasters.com. Taste the piss. Uh, I've got a list here of our generous executive producers. These are the fine folks that donate $20 or more per month to our show. And I'm going to read that list right now, starting with Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Louisville Correspondent Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage, Pinball Airplane Archmage, Chris Edler, we're sorry you could not be on this episode. Uh, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Drinksmith Joey Webster, and Derek Pope Sandwich. Thank you guys very yes, much. Thank you. And if you think the list should be longer, you can always become an executive producer by donating $20 or more at pisstasters.com. Uh, thanks always to Dane. Yes, thank you. show on YouTube. Um, and that is as they say that our themes like we're gonna drop like that track from the show notes tab to come hey guys gonna close it out as terrified michelle okay pretty good so until next time i say or the girl getting choked and filled by brew pounder at the we mexican say that for next time at the mexican restaurant <laughs> Thanks for the fajitas. Fill my <laughs> pussy up. <laughs> Eat that vagina and now fill mine. <laughs> <laughs>
We what? should do a lightning draft since our last lightning draft was overwhelmingly God, popular. I <laughs> am still getting messages from people just thanking us oh, for the, that Stallone draft. Oh, the that feedback. God, it. I've had to turn my notifications off. Yeah, because it just it doesn't stop. It's like I get. I, it. I got work to do, people. I get that it was amazingly funny and relevant, <laughs> and our picks were all like what you would have picked, and that you all no, <laughs> no one no had, had any notes, any notes <laughs> or argument. It was the perfect draft yep. and the perfect response to the perfect draft. So thank you all yeah. so much for that feedback. Yeah. And you've inspired <laughs> us to do it again. So my I have a I have a what I would like to do is a lightning draft, if you guys don't mind, mm -hmm. of uh Mexican food to eat before getting your <laughs> pussy filled by brew pounder. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh we will roll four. I guess <laughs> it's right. you. Okay. <laughs> no, it um, would be Dave. If it goes one, two, three, three four, four, Dave. It's Dave. Yeah. You go, go first. Going uh, tacos carne asada. Bean burrito. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, That's a good one. Uh, right you got to go the one filled with what looks like cum, chili poblanos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That is good. Uh, I'll go with uh, queso. <laughs> to get a cum, yeah. queso. <laughs> Just a bowl of queso with chips. <laughs> Um, beef soft taco Because I do love a beef taco <laughs> And you go soft After you come in a crazy woman uh, uh, Shrimp uh, Diablo Oh that's a good or, one uh, 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 Swollen glitterous period pussy <laughs> Caliente! <laughs> oh, see, so you got a little uh, Diablo on strip there. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Uh, I'll go with uh, Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure every Mexican restaurant has a Speedy Gonzalez in the lunch menu, right? It's not just ours. Choco Taco. Ah! Oh. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't even have to explain that one. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> We're still Chur going, huh? Chur churro dipped in icing. That's my number three. Oh, I. That's right. I, I, I kicked this started, off. I forgot. Yeah. I first thought that you did. <laughs> did we, do, we each did three. Each that did was three. lightning fast. Yeah, man. Yeah. Gosh, I just hope that the feedback and response is so overwhelmingly positive again. Yeah. Trust me, this was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> this one has my fucking seal of approval on it. This is if we just reuse this stinger for the next three months. <laughs> oh, don't put it past me. Believe it! <laughs>